Awesome, sweet. So, um, sat here with uh, my friend Kieran Douglas Jones. Um, first podcast of our Strength and Depth trip to London. Um, we're just here to talk to Kieran a little bit about um, sort of his role in the CrossFit community um, and just see where the conversation meanders from there, really. Um, we've no real set structure today, just uh, chatting, but we're here at CrossFit Central London, so um, you'll definitely be hearing some trains rolling overhead, some barbells being dropped, and some timers being started, probably. And an incredibly squeaky chair as well. And an incredibly, yeah. So I'll try not to move. That's mine as well, mate. Yeah, there you go. I'll try Sounds good there. A bit of ambiance, it makes it sound yeah. like it's in a real place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, cool, man. So, um, I guess uh, you're going to use this podcast as a little bit of an excuse for people to kind of get to know you organically, for me to mm-hmm. find out a little bit more. Obviously, I know a little bit about you. So, I started following Kieran on Instagram uh, back in 2018, I think it was. Yeah. My friend Harry Morris. Yeah. Do you ever still chat to Harry? I, I do, vaguely, like a couple of, like very every so often, yeah. like every few months or so, I'll That's still speak right. to him, yeah. So my friend Harry Morris um, sort of told me to follow Kieran because he was doing some really cool stuff on Instagram um, and um, started following you, it turned out we were both at Strength and Depth last year. Yeah, so it was uh, literally about a, exactly a year, I think, if it was on the same date last year, uh, yeah. exactly a year that we met. A year ago. Yeah, so, um, so happy anniversary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Friend anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, we hooked up last time I was here and um, yeah, just I've always kind of wanted to get you on, on a podcast, but um, now Sarah's kindly taking the reins in terms of organising this podcast. It seemed like a good chance to get to know you again. Um, so, first things first, I just wanted to, to uh, I guess, ask how you got started within CrossFit. Because... Um, um, anyone that does know you will know that you've done a lot of more training sort of by yourself. Yes, uh, so in, for in a box, right? Uh, yeah, it, like I started. So I started playing rugby. Obviously, I've been playing rugby for like since the age of eight. Yeah. Like, what position? I played centre. Okay. Thirteen. Yeah. Mm. Um, Big guy. Yeah. <laughs> I played a decent level. Like I played some age grade stuff for like the Scarlets and and. and Played for, for, for Wales as well at 16 and 18. Um, played semi pro. So through those programs and so through, through those programs, you kind of do a lot of strength and conditioning anyway. Yeah. And uh, the strength and conditioning coach we had from like 16 to 18, um, very good weightlifter, very good technical coach. Yeah. So I learned a lot of especially the weightlifting stuff like there. What was his name? Roger West. Yeah. He actually went to the Commonwealth Games for Wales. Uh, was it? Last year, two years ago. Uh, in um, in Yeah, Whitlifton. Yeah, Whitlifton. So yeah, so I learned a lot of stuff from him. Uh, then while I was in school, like <coughs> around that age, like 14, 15, 16, I used to write my own stuff, like just YouTube. Yeah. Back in the day, Athlete right? X yeah. And, uh, uh, and six pack yeah, shortcuts. Yeah, that's the ones. Yeah, you just write your own stuff. Yeah. Uh, I found a lot of James Haskell actually. There's a lot of James Haskell back oh, in the day. Because channel. Uh, he used to do some stuff with uh, Rich Tidsmarsh. I don't know. Uh, that was a long time ago. Like don't get me wrong, this was a long time ago. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. This is not that long ago. I mean, it, it seems like a long time ago. It was at least eight years, at least. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah cool. I, I was doing a lot of that and uh, kind of writing my own stuff, doing my own training, and then kind of got into CrossFit probably four-ish years ago, something right. like that, about four-ish years ago, and started like basically training on my garage gym. So yeah. I started with four square meters of matting, 
uh, barbell bumpers and then kettlebells and dumbbells. Like, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? And a bit of PT. And a bit of PT. That's a running joke at the gym. Don't worry, we'll, uh, we'll probably get to that. Okay. Yeah, it's a running joke. Um, yeah, so I was, I was started like the garage gym and had a bunch of equipment like dumbbells, like kettlebells and, and basically self-taught cool. uh, from there. Okay, cool. Um, and um, just to preface this a little bit, you kind of live at, lived out in the sticks a little I bit. I did live out in the middle of nowhere, so in West Wales, <laughs> like, uh, if anyone knows the area, St. Clair's, yeah. uh, or if not, Carmarthen. Okay. Or if not, it's about half an hour west of Swansea. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's, that's a better <laughs> that's the one. First so line, that progressively line. Yeah. Uh, understand people's geographical knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lived out in the middle of nowhere, so there was no box until recently, until about uh, May this year or March this year, last year. Sorry, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. There was no. Um, there was no box, so the the closest ones were either forty five minutes west or east. So I just started doing it on my garage. Yeah. I slowly took over from having four meter squares of flooring to yeah. having like a fully kitted out garage gym. So that yeah, that gym became quite extensive. In it came, terms of became its kit. became incredibly uh, right? yeah, incredibly yeah, extensive. Cool. Uh, so yeah, it was. It ended up being basically I coached a group of like eight people out of there yeah. for about two years. Right. So, so you had like an in-person. You ended up starting a business, right? And through that, ended up starting a business. Started becoming a coach. I did a, a bunch of PT, yeah. uh, and I did a group. I coached a group of about eight people four times a week. Yeah. So kind of added to the equipment that I had in order to facilitate having eight people in there, right? It's like barbells, bumpers, dumbbells, kettlebells, custom-built rig. <coughs> which uh, my dad actually built uh, and yeah. drew the drawings for and then uh, custom built yeah big shout out um, drew, drew the drawings they custom built it we fitted it but yeah so fully kitted out gar garage gym yeah nice man I really I still want to come out there I know we still haven't been yeah. so I know we were talking about this like age yeah, yeah. When, when we met you were like planning so when we met you weren't at that point, I think you had talked about potentially coming to London, but yes, there was no direct it. plans. No, that's the right. The plan was right. to, to, to come over and, and do, get some sessions in. So, does the gym still exist? The gym's still there, yeah, so it's still as is. So, like six months ago, it's like <laughs> mid 2019 to August yeah. 2019. So, it's been, it's been seven months. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Well, just over six. I uh, moved to London, but yeah, the garage the garage gym is exactly as is. Yeah, classic. Exactly as is. So, um, yeah. so the business is Fortum Training. Fortum Training. It's always That's been right. Fortum Training. Uh, it was Fortum Sports. So it started with like doing some clothing stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Out of, like that was real long time ago. Um, was that just buying stuff in bulk and then? Yeah, like print, on yeah, branding like did a little bit of that. Probably not that successful. Like did a little <laughs> bit. Like sold some sold some shit, right? Enough to fund but, the gym. Enough to fund yeah. Enough to fund the building the garage gym and like from there it kind of like transitioned into as it more coaching transitioned more into doing more of the coaching and more of the training stuff because yeah. that was substantially more fun uh, and more of like the the, the program yeah, yeah, yeah. and that sort of led to where things are like now yeah. doing the program so you've got quite like a big um online component to your business right yes most uh, so but now all online other than other than coaching at coaching at, at, at Central um, all, all the Fulton training stuff is all online yeah. so I have the main program the, uh, the Fulton training program which is like CrossFit it's straight up straight up competitive CrossFit kind of yeah. program yeah. which runs two sessions most days um, and it's built for competitive athletes kind of deal it's yeah. built kind of competitive athlete but if you do just want more than um, 
more than just like a class program, more more, and you want to do open gym stuff, yeah. but you haven't got the time to split it across two days. Yeah. You can get a you can you can work it out so that it's sixty to seventy minutes a day. So I I remember when I first started following you, you put stuff up on your stories and you kind of go into a lot of detail about the exercises that you're doing, why you're doing them, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that seemed to be quite a, a good way when at the really? time because you were growing yeah, quickly, right? Absolutely, pretty quickly. Like uh, I went hard at Instagram for yeah. a long time, like posting like twice a day, like like you said, heavily aggressive on like stories where the detail as well, though, the, right? The it detail wasn't just of like it. Non- nonsensical stuff. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like. Um, people follow celebrities and they just post shit about their life like, yeah. it was more specifically like about the training and it was about certain movements that I picked to put in the program in or um, like much more detail like yeah. there would be a good you'd have to hold down for a while yeah, to, yeah. to read it all right? <laughs> trust me mate trust yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you probably wrote a few of them most people just put a feed post up and put a caption on it yeah no I went, <laughs> I went, I went hard on stories because yeah, yeah why um just made it interesting because people generally just tap and tap and tap through stories mm. so just by by virtue of putting a lot of text in there mm. granted it was valuable text so like it wasn't just text for the sake of it yeah. it did actually have value to, to explain in either it was why there was a certain rap scheme why it was a certain movement why there was pauses as, as an example it just by virtue of there being a lot of text at least someone will go oh they'll yeah, they hold their thumb on it because it looks different to everything else. Looks different. Seeing, right? Looks different to everything else, right? Yeah, yeah that's absolutely right. Yeah, class man. Um, so you moved to London just under seven months ago. Yep. Um, yes, yeah. Two start coaching here. Two start coaching here. Yeah. Uh, so my girlfriend's already living in London. Um, she's been living here like eighteen months now. Yeah. Uh, so the plan always was to move, but uh, yeah, just to facilitate the move, coming to coach uh, here worked out. Excellently well. Uh, worked out incredibly well. Like the guys here, the team. That was the biggest thing that brought me here was mm-hmm. how, like how well the guys spoke about the the gym and the team that they were building yeah. and, and that kind of thing. And it's just an excellent group of people. How long has this box been open? This box has been open for ten years. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, they opened two thousand and ten. Yeah, twenty ten. Nice. I think it was. I think uh, like vaguely off the top of my head. I think like March <laughs> twenty ten. Yeah, March twenty ten. I think it was oh, something yeah. like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the first box in Central London. Nice. Across Central London was the first box in Central London, and it's yeah, it's been going pretty decently since then. Yeah, it's uh, so it lives under one of the arches that the the trains roll over. Incredibly well situated in terms of like location. Like yeah. we're, we're five minute walk from Southwark Station. Is that where you came? Yeah, we came to yeah, yeah, yeah. From Southwark. It's also like a like eight ten minute walk from London Bridge as well. So like yeah, perfectly situated. And it's actually quite a big gym, isn't it? It's a bit of a maze. Like For, yeah, it is a bit of a maze, right? You come in and there's like the the main arch, and you go back around the corner, and we've got second arch on the other side. Yeah. So like two classes run at once. Oh, that's. Oh, Okay, so you kind of have concurrent classes. Yeah, yeah. so morning and evening, uh, seven till as we have six a.m. as well. Seven till nine, and then like four till eight every nice. night. We'll have double classes running. So it'll be like the the, the CrossFit stuff will be in the main arch. Yeah. And then the strength or weightlifting or uh, yeah, like, like speciality stuff. Yeah, class. it's more on the other side. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, that's right. And um, so you, you did your you've done your level one and level two now. Yes. Yeah. Did my L one. I always forget what year it was when I did it. it. A few years ago. Yeah, it was a good. Was it? it was like twenty seventeen. Yeah, something like that. So I think I've been I've been coaching close to nearly three years now. Nice. Um, or at least I think it is three years. Yeah, I think it's three years exactly this month. Um, 
So I did my L1 2017, and mm-hmm. then did my L2 about three, four months ago. Yeah. Back in oh, early, late November, uh, late October, sorry, 2019. Yeah. So I've that. So I guess as a coach, um, yeah, what's your sort of interest uh, in terms of how you want to coach people? Like, you, obviously, the program, like you said, can be used by anyone, but you also mentioned that it's kind of specifically for people that maybe want to. Mm-hmm. Um, have more of a compete style program, mm-hmm. um, but then obviously in a in a box environment, that's not everyone. Exactly. Right. No, absolutely. That's a, no. That, you're right. That that isn't everyone. For in terms of like on the floor, like hands on coaching. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more of a focus on the movement, right? There's a there's a, not not to say that there isn't a focus on when you're programming online for competitive stuff, but when you're in person and you're coaching people that are coming from the office they're coming in the morning before mm-hmm. they go to the office they're coming in midday in their lunch break or they're coming after work like there's a there's a there's a, in, like a hugely intense focus on how people move and drilling yeah. movement like over and over and over and over because they can always become better mm-hmm. and also when you think of it um, a kind of thing that a lot of people tend to miss is this isn't their focus mm-hmm. they want to come in they want to get the work done and they want to go home mm-hmm. so having someone that does tell them that to concentrate on their movement and to to fix this or fix that or yeah. fix the other they it's perhaps things that they wouldn't potentially think about yeah so I, I find when I'm coaching a lot of people almost maybe sometimes when they're just starting off more soon but like there's that expectation of just coming in they don't have to think about the workout because you've sort of thought about it mm-hmm. and, and as a result they're not necessarily thinking about why they're doing stuff or w- what they should be personally working yeah. on so it's kind of mindless in a way the exercise that yeah. they're, they're trying to do and um, mm-hmm. and I think obviously you know if they're coming in in the evening more so or maybe even in the morning maybe they're, they're coming in from work and stuff so they're already sort of neurologically fatigued so how do you find sort of uh, kind of bringing the focus back to, to, to why they're here and what they're doing so that's a, that's a good question. That is a good question. So that first three five minutes yeah. of the class, generally for a lot of the classes, is the most important bit. The yeah. time you spend at the whiteboard to outset the also <coughs> firstly what's coming, so what the workout is. Secondly, what's expected and yeah. what the purpose of those pieces are, and then thirdly would be like ways to attack it. With that's potentially more sort of specific to like a metcon piece but like usually the way the program runs here it's yeah. either like a scale or strength or some form of gymnastic stuff which would be part a and then part b would be like a, a workout right yeah. it would be a metcon it would be a full time it would be an amrap it would be an, an emon setting up your expectations for what's expected in part a why we're doing it what that's what benefit that has like if you look at example like an example we've had this morning right we got six by three deadlifts two second pause at the knee yeah where currently our strength stuff is a lot of pauses so earlier in the week they've had pause front squats and we're building on that with a deadlift pause at the knee it forces people to take their weight a little bit lighter, but yeah. it forces them into good positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It forces to over-exaggerate that setup so that when you get to the knee, you're still in a good position. Yeah. So you're not folded over like a deck chair, like rounded over at the back, you're not getting loose in the upper spine, that kind of stuff. Yes. So just setting out the expectations of sort of why we're doing it, what is expected of them, like mm-hmm. how to how to how how you'd work around that versus it being a regular six by three. Because yeah. most people are, are um, comfortable coming in like it's five by three they just got a deadlift they just got to rip yeah, it off the floor yeah, right yeah putting the pause in makes you think a little bit a little more yeah so 
given them the sort of the things to think about which they potentially wouldn't do which as a coach you look at a workout very differently than you than, a, than someone coming to do it would yeah. and a member would right then if you look at like, like the Metcon for today is 30-20-10 burpee touch the bar and toaster bar yeah. so that one like it's a toaster bar workout yeah. realistically for everyone the skill uh, the difficult difficulty in that workout is the toaster bar yeah. so we have time in there where we're drilling toaster bar technique mm-hmm. setting up for people that have just about got toaster bar like they can use it until you lose it kind of deal so at least you're getting some of the yeah. skill of the full skill but they potentially haven't got that much volume Yeah. so it's things like that like that first five minutes of of, of any session that time at the whiteboard <coughs> hugely important uh, in my point of view for yeah no for, I agree for, <coughs> so for all for all classes right yeah for sure so I've just started a new CrossFit gym up near me and um, uh, the owners obviously wanted to see how I coached first of all and one of the things that they sort of suggested that I do is spend more time on the whiteboard whiteboard sorry at the start of the workout and um, it's actually really improved the, the, the classes that I do not even just at that gym but at other gyms as well because yeah. um and even, and even I guess within my PT and stuff is just constantly coming back to why we're doing certain things because if people don't understand yeah. then not only are they maybe potentially not doing it to the best of their abilities uh, or sort of putting the most amount of focus into it but um, their engagement in, in what they're doing is, is buy-in you get their buy-in right, you get yeah. their buy-in from it right like if you if you can explain to people why they're doing things and it's not just in there to make them tired or just in there to for the sake of it yeah. and explain why things are in a certain order why they're why we're doing them at all, mm-hmm. or why we're doing certain movements to warm up for workouts or yeah. things like this, um, it, 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 gives, it builds buy-in, right? Yeah. It builds buy-in and they understand like, oh, I'm doing this for a reason, yeah. or I'm doing, this morning, uh, before the toaster bar, I had them doing Jefferson curls, right? Nice. Loosen up those hamstrings, yeah, yeah. get nice and long, had them sit on the floor first and try and like the old straight leg reach for their hamstrings and most of them are like fucking stuck like a deck chair, <laughs> can't reach anywhere. Jefferson curls, get yeah. them to loosen off those hamstrings a little bit. They sit on the floor again, and they're like, like three, say, four, yeah. five inches closer. Showing you if you transition, change that onto toaster bar. If you're you've got five inches extra out of your hamstrings, you're going to yeah, get your toes automatically right. much closer, right? Yeah. So like, and explaining why we're doing things, and even things for war- like warming up, mm. having a purpose behind the warm up or purpose behind certain drills. Yeah. Yeah, builds, exactly. Builds that buy-in. I think a lot of people, their expectations from a warm-up is that it's just going to elevate their heart rate. There's a lot more. There's a lot more like, to it, right? The actual physical element of warming up, rather yeah. than actually just like, um, yeah, giving it some more thought. Cool, man. Yeah, so, um, so you've been here for six months. Um, so now, what's your time split between how like, how many hours are you doing coaching here? What sort of uh, time is Fortum training taking up mm-hmm. for you? Um, you're still posting daily, but it's, your content's changed massively in the time that I've been following you. It's changed a lot. Yeah, so it's changed a lot, right? At the moment, I coach. My coaching's a bit a little bit, little bit less at the at the moment, just the start of the year, right? It's um, between sort of 12, 15 hours a week, which it's fine. Yeah, it's great. I get a coach enough that I still get to keep my hand in there, but like, you know, yeah. I still get to do plenty, of, plenty of it. Yeah. The other part of my time here, I run the social pages. I run the social pages uh, for dude. the gym, right? Cool, so I get so yeah. all the content that goes out on there. Okay, so nice. I run all that. Um, then the rest of my time, 
on the on the fo- sort of form training staff, the programming programming staff takes up the majority of the time. Yeah, doesn't it? Right. it takes up. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long time, it, right? Like, so like the way the way it runs for me is I've got the the sort of form training program, which is like the main. That's that's the main program. I've got the muscle club program, which is a little bit different. That's new, right? Yeah, it's new, right? It's it's a different kind of different kind of thing. It's kind of like. Um, Performance meets aesthetics, kind of deal like bodybuilding, crossfit, functional bodybuilding, kind of like functional bodybuilding, but a bit more crossfit. Okay, so it's a bit more crossfit. Like you know, see everyone like wants to train and I like wonder why they don't build muscle doing crossfit. Like generally, some people do because most people do because they've come from not training at all. Right. But you see people like do a lot of crossfit and they're like, I'm not building muscle, not building muscle. It's generally most of the time because three sets of ten every week doesn't build muscle right. it's not enough it's not enough of a stimulus right so, so yeah so what sort of stimulus are you trying so with so with the muscle club program yeah. it basically runs off two two, lo- two lower body days uh, a week two upper body push pull which are split between vertical push vertical pull so like strip press yeah, yeah. Um, chin up pull up and then the other push pull would be bench press yeah. and row kind yeah. of that kind of deal um then there's a, a Thursday each week is kind of like an active recovery, so there'd be like uh, maybe some some higher skill stuff. So it might be like practice handstand walks. It might be a set amount of time, just practice, yeah. rather than it being like set reps and whatever. Sure. Along with a little bit of like conditioning, it'd be like a thirty minute sort of total work, just yeah. long and low, flush things out. Sunday then is always complete rest. So you've got six days a week on it. Yeah. The purpose on the on the muscle club stuff is sort of manipulating the manipulating your training using like using tempos, using negatives, using like pauses. Different ways of creating different, more time and attention. Creating more in time. In the stretch phase, things like that. So yeah, like manipulating manipulating what you do like in your in your time under tension, your your pauses, your mm-hmm. all that, all of that good stuff to facilitate like the mechanisms of hypertrophy, right? Yeah. So like whether you're looking at the like mechanical tension of like lifting some real heavy weight, like yeah. nothing builds muscle better than lifting over eighty five percent, right? Right. It's a good it's a fucking it's a good uh I mean to swear. No, you can swear. First time. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, cool. How about that? Usually, usually, <laughs> <laughs> usually I tone it down a little bit, but usually it's a lot more. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you lasted so fucking yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Mechanical tension, yeah, a lot of rewards. Yeah, like the mechanical tension, like you're lifting heavy weights, right? right. Then you're like metabolic stress, where you're trying to pump the blood, like the pump. Mm-hmm. You're trying to pump the blood, pump the blood full of muscle, pump the muscle full of blood. That way around. That yeah. way around, yeah. Like higher volume, like banded stuff, where yeah. there's like 30 banded curls into 30 tricep push You downs. like your bands, don't you, man? I enjoy banded stuff. I uh, use them a bit less in terms of like the strength stuff now. now. If you had access to a cable machine, yeah. would you do more stuff on the cable machine than you do on the bands or not because um, I guess the, the thing is with the bands right the more, the, further, the more stretch on the band the more tension yes the more, the more yeah. load in essence yes, you on get a cable the, it's constant it's constant yeah, yeah. ideally like if you look at like most CrossFit gyms they don't have them right they, no. they don't have cable machines but yeah it's a good point um if there was one available, I'd probably maybe I for me personally I would use it a lot more. Yeah. I wouldn't put it in my programming because most gyms don't have it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. there's ways around it for CrossFit gyms. Like you can whack a PVC between two bands and yeah, like yeah, yeah. that pull down kind yeah, of deal. Absolutely. So I do that a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. There is a there's a big difference between what you get out of cable versus a versus a band. Right. But yeah, for like like metabolic stress, like you're talking like fill, pump the blood, pump 
pumping muscle full of blood, like 30 banded curls, 30 banded pushdowns, stuff like that, just higher volume. Mm-hmm. So you're like filling the, filling, filling them, just pumping the blood, right? You sure. get that massive pump. Yeah, man. Does a, it makes a big difference. So is, is your training, I know you post a lot about muscle club, so is your mm-hmm. training more uh, sort of, is that, is that more muscle club? But uh, so these for days? me personally, I do a bit of a mix. So a hybrid, right? Yeah, I'm doing like a, the, the Muscle Club program, I've been following it in full for past two months. Uh, I'm fitter and stronger than I've ever been. Yeah. So like it's it is a very hybrid program. Like if you follow it, the two sessions a day kind of deal. Like so it is two sessions a day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two cool. sessions. Okay, nice. Uh, and how are you splitting those sessions? Like, what's the what's the difference in the content between? Is it an AM and PM session? It is. In it's essence, an AM. Yeah. It's a, in essence, it's an AM and PM, right? So, like the for a Monday, as an example, like the Monday morning would be like some conditioning work. It would be like 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes of conditioning stuff. Yeah. Then the PM might be the upper body push and pull. Cool. The Tuesday session might be all lower body. Wednesday, you might get um, because it's still. Uh, CrossFit as well. Monday, the Wednesday could be weightlifting. It could be only snatches. It could be only cleans. It could be clean jerks. Like it, it's set out in maybe an A, B, and C nice. kind of deal. Okay. The the PM session there could be the second push pull for that week. Cool. The Friday could be conditioning and lower body. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And then the Saturday is usually pure CrossFit. It's just a, it's a long like sort of 30, 40 minute workout. Yeah. Like uh, it's called Saturday Slam. I put it on all my programs every I've week. I've seen them. There's some of them are savage. Yeah. Some of them are savage. I've not had a chance to do many of them, mm-hmm. uh, just because like training on Saturday for the last few weeks has been for training, yeah. team training, ready to sit. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we will, man. Um, yeah, that's the that's so because it is still a hybrid program. There is still a, a fair amount of weightlifting in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll squat twice a week. You'll 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 bench press every week. There'll be drop sets. So be- okay, so that's an interesting thing to talk about. Then the bench press is uh, not a movement that typically comes up a lot in CrossFit gyms, mm-hmm. except as sometimes as an accessory exercise. Mm-hmm. But I'd imagine that most CrossFit gyms are programming it no more than four times a year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very rare. <laughs> in essence, same for us. So yeah. why do you think it's important enough to include it that more, much more regularly? It's if you're looking at chest development, there's mm-hmm. no better exercise, right? Yeah. So why would it be beneficial though to, to, to have more to, more chest development? Uh, firstly, it looks better, right? And it is muscle old, club, right? It is muscle club, right? Yeah. <laughs> and a bit of adding some show to your go, right? There's a lot of people with some go, but they um, got more show. One of the guys at the gym we work at, yeah. uh, his slogan is um, uh, anterior for the show, posterior for the game. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. No, I like that. That's good. Yeah, exactly right. Like it, it's you're not gonna have a like you're not gonna get a great looking chest unless you bench press some weight, right? Yeah. That's firstly awesome. It's pretty fun. I can mix it because it's not in CrossFit programming that much. Because yeah. if, you, if you followed a lot of CrossFit programming for a long time, you don't bench press. Yeah. So it's actually quite a nice mix to just mm-hmm. put some in there. It's also you overhead a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. There's not a lot of um, yeah. There's not a lot of sort of horizontal right. pressing. Other than in push-ups and other than in push-ups, right? But you're always doing high volume. Yeah, it's exactly always going right. to be high volume. It's not like high. It's the not resistance, like, isn't it? Exactly right. So also, like if you're looking at it from a um, from like a, a, a shoulder stability point of view, chest plays a fa- fairly big role when you got the bar overhead, right? So if you see a lot of people when they get a heavy bar overhead, they're fucking like a flag, like waving around, right? Uh, have bench pressing. Yeah, definitely assists a good bunch in that. If you've ever done bench press and toaster bar, 
as a as a couple as a combo as a couplet. Yeah, you'll feel your chest on the toaster bar. Oh man, that sounds rank. Yeah, it's horrific. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the most fun thing in the world. Like doing toaster bar, I'm like why is my chest hurting? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but yeah, it plays a lot in um, overhead, a little bit in overhead stability. Uh, but yeah, also for the most part, for the, particularly for the muscle club, it's like that chest development, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, we're kind of going to move away from training for a little bit. Um, yeah. The first thing I want to address is um, is your taste in music, dude. Oh, the country music. So, so Kieran listens oh. to country music to work out too, which is kind of a, a definitely a big CrossFit thing. Yeah, uh, but more so in the states, I'd say than in the UK. Yeah, uh, I listen to pretty much exclusively hip hop when I'm training, unless yeah. I'm in a group setting where um, it will be a bit more varied. Um, but uh, yeah, I've never, I just can't get motivated or pumped to country music. I, so the reason, so the reason why I started playing country music, I just like the sound of it and I can sing the songs. Yeah. And because I trained on my own for so long, I trained on my own for like three, four years, like yeah. every day. Yeah. I needed something that would, that I could just enjoy listening to, yeah. rather than something that would pump me up. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. I enjoy training anyway. I don't need to be pumped to go yeah. and train. Yeah, I like yeah. doing it. So, so I just need something right. to like, that just, I like, I like enjoy listening to, right? Yeah, I hear you. Know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, I think, uh, like personally, it yeah. kind of depends on which part of the session I'm in, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if I'm doing like, uh, like I'm gonna do your program today, yeah, uh, which I think is 40, 30, 20, 10, box jumps. It's a yeah. Uh, oh, what is it? I off the top of my head. Yeah, okay, I don't know, but we'll, it's basically we'll, a workout we'll where I'm gonna need some like. I'm gonna need something in the background that's gonna keep me like. Yeah, it's gonna keep you moving, right? Yeah, because yeah, right. that one for 40, 30, 20, 10, like it starts off big sets. Like yeah, it's, exactly. it, it's a long time in those 40s. So, um, so something like that is more important the music that's yeah. on in the background. Yeah, Whereas yeah, I guess yeah. like during a lifting, uh, like just, just, just lifting, I yeah. can kind of get on board yeah, with you can a lot of different things. It. Don't worry, you're not the only one who's not on board with the country music. <laughs> I've actually been banned from playing it here. You've been banned? banned oh, mate, how pissed are you? Yeah. No, that's fine. I do play <laughs> I just have to change my playlist, right? Is is what happened was because I like the same songs. And I like the same songs because I like those songs. Because you know them, right? Yeah, because yeah, I know familiarity. them. Every time I come on, I sing them. Yeah. I played the playlist so much since I've been here that I've actually been banned from playing it. So then I had to change my playlist. That's the tissue stuff. Yeah, I know. Right? So I had to change it. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So I've been, I've, I've, yeah, I play a bit more hip hop now. Like this yeah. morning, like for the classes now, uh, I will play. I'll probably play a country for like the first twenty minutes while we're like warming up or doing the strength yeah. stuff. But on the workout, I'll change it. I'll put like a bunch of hip hop on. Guys like it. Yeah, nice man. Um, so I guess like another uh, auditory medium, audio books. Um, this is something that we've kind of connected on before. Yeah. Um, it is. And uh, it's something that I'm a huge fan of because um, I find it really hard to. I don't get much time to sit. And read books. I'm driving a lot. Spot on. So um, I've gone through phases with it, but I'm definitely back into an audiobook phase at the moment, where I'm kind of does where I'm taking on a bunch of information um, through audiobooks. Uh, I recently listened to uh, Jocko Willink's Extreme Ownership. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, I was going to say, which is an incredible book. Um, and uh, but yeah, you've got some. You've got you. You've listened to quite a few, right? And yeah, I've got an incredible <laughs> amount of money invested in audiobooks. You've got uh, a wealth of, of uh, uh, yeah, an incredible. I'm keeping it afloat, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, audible this, sponsorships. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? Uh, yeah, extreme ownership was one of the one of the fear. I think one of the first few that I listened to. Yeah, that was it's potentially cool, man, one of my favourite ones. Yes. Um, 
just because what you get, just what you get out of it, right? Yeah, it's, it's just about leadership. It's really, about it? leadership. It's about like taking ownership of of your own life, kind of thing. Yeah. I guess that's what you can take from it. And I like the fact that you're referenced to as a leader, no matter where you are in the chain of command. So yes. you don't have to be the CEO or the the owner of the company to to see yourself as a leader, right? That's right. Absolutely. No, absolutely. One hundred percent. That's where the ownership comes in. That's where the, that is where the ownership comes in. It's taking control of of your own actions, even if it's if it's caused by someone else. You can always have you can always have ownership over the communication over your communication over your feelings about it. Over over, over what you do about it. That kind yeah. of thing. Right. And, and I think um, I don't know if you're on the same page of this, but for me, part of the reasons it resonated is it kind of it has sort of. Uh, direct correlation to sort of stoic philosophy about controlling what you have control over and, yeah, and letting go of what you don't. Mm, that's right. I've not. To be fair, but I haven't. I haven't actually made my way through the uh, what's the stoic the stoic the three hundred and sixty five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't made through the daily stoic. The daily stoic. Yeah, mate, uh, is it? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't made my way through that. Yeah, I have got it. I it's have class. got it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've not made my way through it. Um, yeah, I, I, same same reason. Like I, I listen to audiobooks because I just sitting down and reading. It just mm. generally just haven't got that time to to yeah. be able to sit down and read everything. What so you listening like, to now? At the moment, I think I'm currently listening to. Oh, I think I'm on the twelve week year. Twelve week year. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's about breaking your year up into 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 twelve week segments and like using that as your year. So yeah. so a day would be a week. Uh, oh, wow, a okay. week is a month and that kind of deal it's an, it's an interesting one it's a little bit of a like a time management kind of thing sure. it's, 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 it's yeah it's, it's not potentially not one of my favourites like it's not one of the most yeah. profound ones yeah. that I've listened to like sure. Extreme Ownership I also read uh, Mindset Carlos Dweck oh. that was the first one I read that's the go-to book incredible that was my that's the favourite one all time as well <laughs> there's not many books that I would probably go back to that, yes. is, that is that definitely is one. one yeah, that, that is, is one. I've actually lent that to someone. I've been meaning to get that back because yeah. I want to read it again. <laughs> well, it's like that, that's one of the books that I will have a paper copy of. Yes. There's yeah, certain so books. So, like The Daily Stoic, which Kieran was just on about, is um, is a book where basically uh, from January 1st through to December 31st, um, you've got a stoic quote at the top of the, each page, which is then explained in sort of uh, modern day terms and mm-hmm. in terms of how it's interpreted or maybe what the, the, the meaning of it or the significance of it is. And it just gives you an intention for the day. Um, and I bought it initially as an audiobook. It's a day, it's a day a page, so it doesn't really work as an it audiobook doesn't for work. me. That's same, so same. I bought it yeah, uh, as a paper copy so I can see it. Yeah, that's a good and point. Actually, it turns out it's actually just like a cool practice to do as part of my morning routine. Yeah, Not that I have much of a routine, but like, yeah, you know yeah. What I, mean? I get what you mean. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I was saying, I got the audiobook of it and I was like, yeah, I haven't made my way through it. I was like, nah. It's I'll because probably... it, you, it's like, it doesn't tell you when it's the next day. It think. doesn't just roll through. So you I'm, just, like, I'm lost. <laughs> I've listened to five days worth in a row. I'm like, ah, not a clue. A weekly story, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Um, okay, cool. So, like, uh, and then any other recommendations? Uh, the Alchemist. Oh, yeah. The Alchemist, a classic. I've listened to that like four times. Man, Zach actually, actually. I read that. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, I imagine the, that's. A the great audiobook audio. is excellent. Like, I'm not great. I say I'm, don't, I'm not a great reader. I can read not the point <laughs> I say this all the time uh, I just don't enjoy reading that much like yeah. if I read something I have to read it like twice sometimes mm. just to, for it to go in, go in my yeah, head yeah. whereas if I'm listening I can just absorb it I don't know if you find this but like um, I was talking to someone the other day and we were saying like we can go like a few pages and then be like I haven't to, yeah, to taken take any of this yeah. in none of it yeah, yeah so Alchemist excellent I really enjoyed it I've 
every I feel like every time I've listened back to that, like of the four times, yeah. there's something else I picked up that I yeah. missed yeah. in one of the in one of the just, previous. And just a really lovely book in general. Yes, like, cool story. Uh, um, like cool, it's fiction, right? But it's right. Like, there is a purpose, there's a meaning like yeah. behind it, isn't it? It's a good, which a good you have to listen to to or read to understand. It's well, difficult to explain, right? Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, it's about your personal legend, right? Um, Zach, you said Zach, yeah, Zach put me onto that. Zach, oh, Zach has an incredible more money invested in audiobooks than I do. Really? Ah, ridiculous. <laughs> like he's listened to everything. Yeah. Like you could probably name an audiobook, and he probably he's, there's a good chance he's listened to it. Yeah. You put me onto that. You put me onto Rich Dad Poor Dad. Is oh, it? that's yeah, a good one. That's a good yeah, one. That's a good one. Um, Those, yeah. Oh, have you listened me. to Why We Sleep? Um, I haven't yet. I have. Have you heard just, about it? Yeah, I have. Yeah, that is a phenomenal book. All over Instagram, seen it. Um, all over Instagram, but I haven't listened to it now. Yeah, that's a fantastic book by Matthew Walker. Yeah, um, I've listened to. I listened to Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. I have. I've listened to. What do you think? Have you li- hard? Hard to listen to. I'm not all the way through. You're I'm not. Like, uh, okay. Rule three. Rule, oh, okay. You've got a long way to go. Yeah, strap I've got a long in. Way to go. Yeah. Strap in. It's a long audiobook. It's very, very philosophical, right? Very philosophical. I, for me personally, like very difficult to follow. I found it hard to listen okay. to. Yeah. Like you'd have to really concentrate to to like listen to, to the words, right. and like it would be for me very. It was difficult to. But without a doubt, if you can get through the 15 hours of it, yeah. there's probably some stuff in there for you for, for value, anyone yeah. that's of value. For me. It was really difficult to listen to. So he's he kind of talking about the, the coexistence of order and chaos in your life, right? Uh, or at least at the start. Yeah. From the three chapters. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But maybe it gets, maybe it changes tight. Um, but uh, yeah, and um, and how the idea is that they coexist rather than one uh, dominating the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Company of One by Paul Jarvis. Big good, recommendation. Is act. it? Yeah. Uh, talking about um, you know in terms of setting up as a business, um, setting up to actually not just have like an infinite kind of financial goal mm-hmm. or whatever the goal is like and not everyone needs to be a millionaire to achieve yeah. what they want from life more of like a, like a business focused sort of audio book yeah for like, sure yeah, okay. so probably more, more appropriate for the form of training and then I think last time when we last saw each other I was listening to this sort of like I've not given a fuck yes which is that's a great, great book oh, that, one's, that one's quite a popular one that's like a, yeah. a and, and so it should be yeah so it should be it's excellent it's really good there's a lot of good takeaways from it um, like it's definitely yeah it's a good one it's a really good one it's a very uh, it's a very good one I have not listened to that for a while there's some that I definitely need to go back and re-listen to that's yeah. probably one of them yeah. um, Extreme Ownership is one as well I think yeah. I've listened to it twice I'll probably go back and listen to that again oh, I'm on so he's released two more books The Don't Can't Be Leadership which I would definitely recommend is as it? a follow up because basically uh, he talks about how when he released Extreme Ownership people took it to the extreme uh, okay. and The yeah. Dichotomy is, is kind of taking enough ownership um but but not necessarily the, uh, an easy example would be sort of cho- choosing when you're gonna sort of lay down the law a little bit mm. uh, in terms of to you, you like people who work under you for yeah, example and things like that um, and it talks about how how you should maybe approach finding that balance that's, so that's a great one mm. um, okay so let's bring this back to training then just to yeah, finish things off back so the purpose of this trip the reason that we're here um, is to uh, watch uh, strength and depth and all the fantastic athletes that are going to be there this weekend including. Yours truly. Myself, yeah. We've so got you're here team, on a team, right? Team CrossFit Central London. Yeah, so it's around. myself, it's Chris, the head coach who we met uh, met this morning, Leo, uh, who's the manager at the gym, she's yeah. uh, she's one of the girls, and then Marie, 
who is uh, one of she's from a, from another gym, but she knows the knows Chris and nice. very well. So yeah, we've got a good team. Uh, we managed to manage to get ourselves a ballot entry for the, I was say for, the affiliate, for the affiliate cup. You only found out recently, right? Yeah. So like we 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 initially did get a ballot entry for for it. Um, couldn't quite get a team together because we just couldn't and not everyone could pull together for yeah. for the same time. Uh, then it was about a month ago. Yeah. About, yeah, literally on, about just before Christmas, I think it was. Um, yeah, we sort of managed to pull a team together, so we got got ourselves. A, How you I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm fitter than I've been, stronger. Yeah, I'm looking forward and to as it. As a fun. team, as a team, we've done really well. We've done about four weeks. We've done some extensive, uh, extensive team training. Yeah, uh, it's been really good. Are you all. Sorry, all four of you coaching here. Uh, so Chris is the head coach. Leo does a little bit of coaching. She's mainly the manager. Yeah. I coach here. Marie is actually from a from another gym. She's oh, okay. an athlete from a from another gym. Right. Okay. I was gonna say like I'm sure that training and stuff will benefit your relationships here as well. Oh, 100 percent. Like yeah. the yeah, it's uh, definitely like we're all the team here. Uh, the team like the coaching team here and the admin team here is excellent anyway. Yeah. Like the guys get on really well. Everyone trains together. Like you can see a lot of the guys who are training out here now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great, but uh, yeah, it should be good. We should do. I think we're going to do fairly well. You're there tomorrow from tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, which is Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, oh, so we're on then. tomorrow morning and then Sunday. Come on, we'll make sure we. Uh, we yeah, looking to forward it. to it. Some good events, some real good events. Have you seen the? Yeah. For them, like even, even for the for the affiliate cup stuff, like it's uh, yeah, it's good. It's it exciting. Very exciting. Like this is the first decent sized comp I've done. I've done a couple of like pairs, which have been much smaller, yeah, like yeah. kind of in house kind of deals. Sure. But uh, yeah, this is the first decent size, decent yeah. size competition. Yeah. It's fun. And you did the open officially. I did. I did the, the yeah this year. There's the first uh, uh, 2019. Yeah. First time I've done the open in full ever. Finally. Finally, I know. Fucking <laughs> like four years. Right? You did quite well. I did. I think it was two two hundredth or something somewhere around there. So in the UK, like <laughs> yeah. in the UK, it looked much better when you look at it on the UK leaderboard <laughs> than it does in the world. So. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, really UK, yeah. like two. I think it was like two hundred and something. So like, yeah, yeah, I was super happy. Like it got progressively better as the workouts became sort of more high skill or more like CrossFit, quote unquote sure, yeah. CrossFit. Like the first one was like turn and burn kind of deal, right? Like that. Yeah, that, the, the clean and jerks and the, 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 I grabbed yeah. overhead and the the burn and burn. Yeah. You just got to go fast. Like I got yeah, my finishes got progressively better as, cool. as we got through. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I will say best of luck for this weekend. Thank and, you very um, much. It's a pleasure to have you on, man. Um, and good to chat. Thanks for uh, having me. Where can people find you online? Online at Kieran Douglas Jones. Uh, that's my personal Instagram, or at Fordham Training. F O R T E M Training. Yeah. Uh, and then website for Fordham Training is www.fordhamtraining.com. Awesome. Anything else you want to mention that's coming up this year for you? <laughs> we got coming up this year nothing much else to be honest like, I'm sure people can find out yeah, on the socials sure. follow right. on the socials there'll be uh, got some plans for some stuff like loose plans so yeah. it's not too much too much detail yet but uh, yeah follow on the socials I'm sure there'll be uh, there'll be plenty more info coming banging thank you very much mate